What's up? What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. I am so excited that you are here. You are going to get hit with a message today in the best way. We do things over here that are not above the surface or surface level. We go deep. We fill you with some spirit-filled real talk. We're not just preaching just talk or opinion over here. We're giving you soul food that will actually change your life if you apply what you learn here. So essentially, you could take notes, you could absorb what's happening on the episode, but when you apply it to your life and when you start to embody it, that's when you have real transformation happening, and it's so, so powerful. So today, we're going to talk about how you can really lock in on your dream But I'm going to reveal to you things that prevent you from doing that and how to take this deeper so that that's not your story anymore. Because a lot of times what I encounter when I'm working with folks one-on-one and in group settings is that they will say things like, well, I don't know why this keeps happening or I don't know how to make this happen or I wish I just had then. Things like that come up, and those are all excuses, right? But they're rooted in something, which we're going to get to the bottom of today, so that this is a year where you actually embrace and step into and experience personally harvest and increase, okay? We have prayer calls over in a community off social media, you're welcome, called Courage Co. You can plug in. It's a free community. But we have prayer calls every other Wednesday. So our next one won't be this Wednesday, but the following at 8 a.m. Central Time. And we've been talking a lot about this being a year of limitless possibilities, about expansion, about increase. And so if you want to lock in on some of those messages and receive the prophetic encouragement from those, you can plug into Courage Co. and go back and re-listen to those messages. Okay, so Let's talk about the message today, shall we? So, okay, first and foremost, when we talk about the wonderful new, this beautiful, wonderful new life that is promised you, right? The Lord is doing a new thing. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Will you not perceive it, right? When we talk about the new, a lot of times we're not trained to look for it. We're not trained to live in it. We're trained for the familiar, okay? So if you've heard me share on this before, you are a triune being, if you want to think about it that way. Just like there's the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit, there's you in your body, in your soul, and in your spirit. Okay, so you experience the world in a multifaceted way, right? It's not just mental health. It's not just physical health or just emotional health or spiritual health, right? You experience all of these things in your being. You're a multi-sensory being. You have many senses, but we're often trained to just live with our five physical senses. And this has gotten us in trouble because what that means is you often just cut off your spiritual life. And when you cut off your spiritual life, what is informing your soul and your physical life? Okay, and when it comes to consciousness, spirituality is really an awakening. You start waking up to your to looking within and to start walking out a growth journey. Right. And so you start realizing that you're not just 
your five senses. You're not just perceiving the world from your five senses alone. There's a lot more going on, right? So we have our subconscious, which is our patterning and how we've been groomed, how we've been raised, different patterns, different coping mechanisms that we've cultivated and turned into habits. We don't even think about it. It's just the way we are. So we've told ourselves, right? It's just what we, when we're not actively paying attention and conscious, right? Our subconscious is running the show and calling the shots. Now, when we start waking up a little bit and we start becoming aware of our surroundings, that's the conscious part of you. But then you have the super conscious, which is heavenly perspective. So this is multi-sensory perception. You're not just perceiving things from your five senses alone. You're starting to access different intel heavenly perspective. And we are designed to release heavenly solutions on earth, on earth as it is in heaven. Okay. So all that to say, and we break down this a lot in the God's Vibes Mastermind. (laughs) The women in there now are like, what in the world? This is insane. I feel like you've been holding out on me in the best way. It's so fun in there. Um, But all this to say, you can't have this wonderful new life until you have the courage, hence courage go, until you have the courage to disrupt your old life. I'll say it again for emphasis. You can't have a new life until you have the courage to disrupt your old life. So, so true. You can't have a new life until you have the courage to disrupt your old life, okay? This is really the courage to look at you, to look within, to fully examine what you've been through, right? And and the beautiful thing is you can get to a place where when you have the courage to look, then you can actually start looking at you and liking you, right? You can't really like you when you're running from you. Success often isn't what the world tells you. It's being able to look in the mirror and like who you see looking back at you. That's success. A lot of people don't get there. But it's because a lot of people don't actually have an authentic relationship with themselves. They don't have one with God. And then how can you have that with any other human? You can't. Okay? So having the courage to look within is terrifying. Right? To actually be still and know. To start going on that inner journey. Terrifying at first until you start really allowing the light to shine on darkness in there and start illuminating your darkness. God says in his word that he actually illuminates our darkness. So I say, don't ever look within without him. Because <laughs> when we look in within and we see different dark parts of ourselves, that can be very, very overwhelming and very scary, right? People will talk about the dark night of the soul, your shadow, all of this stuff. That's what you'll hear in the world, right? But when you're looking at yourself with God, he gives you a very different perception and he illuminates your darkness. And the beauty is the closer you get to truth, the simpler the lessons become. Woo, hear that. The closer you get to truth, the simpler the lessons become. And why is this? They're so simple. You know, we're always looking for some very complex and really like sophisticated answer that something that comes in a simple form, we question it, we doubt it. We're looking for something different. But the truth is simple. We're the ones that make it complicated. And if you want to live a more empowered life, it will require going within And definitely working with some coaching can definitely be a vehicle that gets you there. The minute you start looking within, you start realizing what's love and what's not. Okay, you start focusing on love, 
fear, right? When you do start focusing on love, the fear dissipates. When you start identifying with the light, darkness doesn't have the same sort of grip on you. I, a visual of this, it's like walking in a room and flipping on the light, right? Darkness just flees. It's no longer dark when you flip on a light. And it's similar when you start looking in yourself and you start shining light on your darkness, you're not full of darkness anymore. You start becoming illuminated. You start experiencing the lightness of being, supernatural peace that surpasses all understanding. This is what happens when God gets in you (laughs) and the God in you is bigger than anything outside of you, right? The minute you focus on love, fear dissipates. So a lot of times we're living our life in fear, which is why we're doing all of these things to cope, to stay busy, to keep moving, to keep going forward, right? keep catching up to whatever we think the next trend is, right? We keep doing this stuff because usually we're running on fear. Okay, now, something to know about fear. Fear separates. Fear divides. Love unites. Love solidifies, okay? Everybody wants people to love them. But something that I like to think about is try loving people instead, right? And for me, something that really changed when I started recognizing that I didn't know authentic love, that became a very hard truth to sit with. Made me very uncomfortable because the truth that followed that was, well, then what the heck have I been doing? If I don't know authentic love, if I don't know the author and creator of love, then what have I actually been doing? What have I been giving, right? What have I been experiencing? Like, no wonder, for me, relationships are really challenging, you know, when it, when it comes to trust or boundaries and different things of that nature. That was really, really challenging to start learning those things. And I didn't know what love was, and that got really messy really, really quick, right? So the more I started to get to know truth and the author of love, the more I started identifying with it and looking like it, and the less... I, I was driven by fear. I started to become more driven by love. I started to think more like love thinks. I started to speak more like love speaks. I started to actually absorb and feel what real love is and become a receiver of that. And then I started to overflow that into the lives of other people. Okay? Now, when we're not conscious of this and we're not intentional about this, we're just living on our bad habits and bad programming, which often are conditional love inauthentic love, fake love, people-pleasing, codependency, things of that nature, right? That are not authentic love and are not authentic power. Programming. Okay? So when you think about it, when you start loving yourself, when you start allowing God to love you, when you start loving yourself, then you can actually love other people. And then that's where this narrative flips. You don't need all these other people to love you. You just start loving them instead. You're full of love. You just give it. Very different paradigm. Very, very different perception. So often, track with me here. We're going to get to the dream parts in a second, but this is important to realize because this is behind the dream stuff, okay? So often people go into relationships and, and connections and business partnerships to get something. And that may work until it doesn't because people don't like that. It actually feels slimy. You know when somebody's trying to get something for you and it's weird right? You can feel it. It's energy. They don't even have to say a word. But when you are able, no matter where you are, no matter what you are doing, when you are able to focus on loving what you do and focus on loving others through service, 
you get back to that love. When you become love, you create oneness. When you focus on love, you get clarity, you get confidence, you get courage, and you get connection. It flows that way, right? So when you're focusing on love, things become more clear. It's like anything that was foggy comes into plain view, plain sight, right? Then the more clear you are, the more confidence you start to build. And the more confident you are, the more willing you are to step out in courage and take risks and make faith moves, bold moves, right? And then the more connections you create in doing that. So it all builds on each other, okay? So in this all about me and mine world, move different. You're listening to this podcast because you already do. You move different. Fear will never cause you to be great at something. Only love will do that. If you have all of these things, but you have not love, you have nothing. I was speaking in a reel today. <laughs> if you don't follow me on Instagram, it's at Miss Juliana Page, at MS Juliana Page. I shared in this reel today that your goals aren't going to get you your outcomes. Your commitments will. We have this hyper obsession with goals and with outcomes and with numbers and all of that stuff, right? And then that actually disconnects us from the flow of love. And it puts a lot of pressure on us. But your commitments connect you back to love, to confidence, to courage, to clarity, to consistency. And those will actually get you to your goals. So when you can come back to what it is that you love, why it is that you do what you do, you move different. When you're caught up in your head and stuck on outcomes, what you really have an opportunity to do is get out of your head and back into your heart. What do you love? What do you love? When you get back to what you love, you become a better leader and operate with integrity and accountability. So a, a lot of times, you'll see it. A leader with integrity and wholeness has no gaps in their character. They are who they say they are. They're the same person no matter what environment you put them in. You can see it. They literally embody it, right? But when you say one thing and do another, there's a gap that creates distrust, and people can smell that. It's like blood in the water for a shark, right? Like, you can smell that. What are you doing to love in your life currently and to show that you care? What do you love? What are you doing to love and show that you care currently? Think about it this way as we dive into this what's blocking you from your dreams part. I know. It's a cliffhanger. We're more light in energy than anything else, okay? We're a spiritual being having a human experience, right? Everything we see is the result of a vibration, okay? The kingdom of God is inside of you, right? The brain has thoughts that are vibration. Your feelings are a vibration. Perception is vibration, right? So the brain, your mind, we're transformed by the renewing of our mind. The mind is where activation actually happens, Thoughts exist in consciousness, right? And when these are directed by the spirit, you think different. You think like the mind of God. You have the mind of Christ in you. You think like God. So every thought you think isn't necessarily coming from you. It could be coming from the enemy. could be coming from bad programming. could be coming from media. Is it coming from God? That would be my question. 
Think about it this way. Would anybody ever actively choose a negative thought? No. Right? Like people, people don't want to just purposely choose negative thoughts. It's just not what we would do. The, the soul, right, is your mind. It's your willpower. It's your emotion. The soul is on a living journey to take on evil with good. But how can you do that unless you're activated in the light? which is what we do in the God's Vibes Masterminds. <laughs> it's like Holy Spirit boot camp in there, I promise you. Right? But you have to be activated in something different in order to change something. You can't just change it with more of the same. Okay? So this hyper-obsession with goals and outcomes, with dreams, desires, all of that, we can turn these into idols. This creates massive pressure. But our standards, our commitments outweigh outcomes. Deep commitments matter more than goals. Your why in this deep core value matters more than the goals. Are you connected to God's heartbeat? Are you connected to oneness? Are you connected to love? Right? We're an eternal soul living a temporary reality. The love and care you pour out in your life is what lasts. Nothing else does. You know, you can get the house, the car, the business, whatever. Like none of those things. You don't take any of that with you. But the love, the care, what you pour out, that's what lasts. Appearance is temporary, but essence is eternal. Goals won't take you where you want to go, but your commitments will. Okay? So when you think about this, are you consciously aware of on a consistent basis what you love because when you disconnect from that you disconnect from purpose from meaning a lot of great coaches i know one thing that i bring into into coaching one thing that i've experienced one thing that i look for (laughs) and people that i'm working with is are they able to bring meaning and purpose are they able to help me me encounter that and draw that out of me great coaches will help you encounter meaning purpose god so that you can bring heaven to earth you can experience it and then you can start releasing heaven on earth make heaven life like earth that's an assignment right so what's behind the dreams is really important we lose why and we lose our motivation we're often not driven by love and we heal every wound we heal every trauma through love and forgiveness. It's almost like removing inflammation from your soul. And it's really only God, right, that can heal our soul and create oneness with God to make us whole. So if you picture Jesus, Jesus is the only one who came to earth to be like a human, to heal our soul and create, reestablish oneness, relationship with God to make us whole. Right? So powerful, but it's the application of love, right? The application of principles in the Bible that makes us prolific, makes us powerful. We always create from the inside out. So what I want to just offer here at the beginning is are you connected more so to love or more so to fear? Because that gives you some insight into your spiritual growth track, your journey, We always create from the inside out and alignment is everything. So it's really important to assess right here, right now, when you're pursuing dreams and considering that, whatever's sitting in your head, are you in alignment? Are you in alignment? 
Are you practically walking out your spiritual growth? Right? When you, it's it's simple in, in essence. When you feel blessed and grateful, you rewire your being. Somebody who is actually blessed and grateful walks very different, ops very, operates very different than somebody who does not feel those things. You know, so so there's things that you can do to make it really, really practical, right? So I, I've been sharing um, something that I'm really passionate about is having a relationship with God. I didn't know that this was possible. I lived a majority of my life without that. And it's radically changed my entire life. It's not something that I would hide or, or shy away from even talking about. But one of the things that I love doing is I love going on prayer walks <laughs> to build my connection with God and to connect with love. Like I'm actively thinking that. Am I connecting with love today? Am I connected to love? Because then if I'm not, what am I doing? What am I even doing? If I'm not connected to love, what am I doing, right? So one of the things that I love to do is go on prayer walks and connect with God. Like I purposely make time to connect with God. And I trust that I'll hear him speak, and I do all the time, right? So this could be sitting down and journaling, but I love going on prayer walks because when I'm just talking with God, there's a trust, there's a surrender, there's an openness, there's faith that's activated. Like things are cooking and working when I'm walking for some reason, right? So I'll just pray out loud, God, thank you for this. Thank you for that. Use me for your purpose. Guide me towards my purpose, right? Instead of just listening to myself or listening to, you know, some song, right? I'll start talking to God. I'll start praying while I'm walking. I'll start thanking him. I'll start praising him. I'll start prophesying and speaking life over my future. I'm not going to just listen to myself, talk to myself. I'm going to actually speak life. I'm going to unleash the power of my genius through movement. I'm going to use this language, my voice, voice activate the kingdom. I'm going to speak as I'm walking, right? I'm going to start prayer walking and these words start to give me life as I'm walking and then I come back home and I like feel like a champion. I'm all like activated and amped to take on the day, right? So when you speak hope and faith and life and trust over your life, you start building confidence and these I call them words of encouragement rants, right? Like build you up because you constantly live in this world that tears you down. Okay, so two things that I absolutely love. Enthusiasm, you know, when people talk to me, a lot of times they'll say you have so much energy, but this is not random, right? Enthusiasm means filled with the divine. Love that. I'm going to be enthusiastic about life because that's just me reflecting God, right? And then encouragement literally means to pour courage into. So I'm going to pour courage into myself so that I'm not out looking for people to pour it into me. I'm going to stay filled up. And I'm going to get full of the divine so that I have something actually to give. Because otherwise, again, what am I doing? So just want to bring you back to this for a second. A lot of the things that I love to do is like raise my energy, right? Left to my own mind, my mind would be a monkey mind. It would be crazy just running wild, thinking all the things. I don't want that run in my life, right? Left to my human self, my emotions would be all over the place. I wouldn't manage them. I wouldn't process them. I wouldn't feel them. I'd probably avoid them, repress them, just like humans do, Right? That's not helpful, <laughs> but they give me a lot of information. So I'm willing to sit in them. I'm willing to reflect on them. I'm willing to grow through them, right? And keeping my heart pure is really important so that I'm not projecting things onto people. I'm not just projecting my hurt and causing more unnecessary pain. I'm not going to do that, right? Like I'm going to go through my own healing, raise my energy, raise my frequency, my vibration so that I'm aligning with God actively all the time because by nature, I'm going to drift with me. So this isn't something that 
you just arrive at. It's a practice and it's a lifestyle. Like, am I being loving? Well, am I connected to love? That would be my first thought or question. How am I going to be loving if I'm not flowing in love? Hmm, maybe I need a Jesus timeout, right? Like, just a thought. So think about these things. Right now, if you were to assess your life, what has been driving you? What has your motivation been? What are you full of? Because this is the fuel that you're giving your dreams. And that's why we're taking some time on it. We get so focused on goals and outcomes that we totally overlook our fuel. The energy that we have to create with and also what we're full of. The capacity that we have. These are very, very important and they come from an inner journey. Because you can get the things, but if you don't have capacity for it and you don't have energy for it, that's not exactly a blessing. If you can't steward it, what good is it to give it to you and to release it into your hand? Right? We need to become well and we do that through connecting with God. When we raise our our being, our level of awareness, our consciousness, our our revelation, our wisdom, our understanding of God, our connection to God, and we start raising our perspective, our perception, our consciousness, how aware we are of God in the day-to-day, right? We start changing our state so that we can help other people and give them hope, right? Apart from God, I am nothing. Apart from God, I can do no good thing. That's pretty hopeless to me. And I know what that's like, deeply, right? And that's a hopeless, powerless place to be, right? But as you start raising your state, as you start becoming well, as you start becoming more full of light, you have more to give that also gives people lots of hope. And your mind is almost like an antenna. Do you know what I mean? So it's just, who are you tuned into? We talk about God's vibes matter. Whose vibration are you tuned into and aligned with? It's something or someone or something, but is it God? When you tune into God and his frequency, you create a pattern of life that reflects him. We're made in his image and likeness. We're here to be his hands and feet, his ambassadors in the world. So what are you full of? What are you connected to? What are you tuning into? What are you pouring out in your life? So before you even focus on the dreams and the outcomes, check your motivation right now. We're a month into the year. (laughs) Really check in. Are you already drifting from love? Because that is your first mission. Make sure that you're full of that. All of it matters because wherever you go, there you are. You bring what you are, what you're full of everywhere you go. So even if you don't pause and heal and embrace a season of healing, you bring your hurt with you everywhere you go. Even if you leave a relationship, but if you don't heal, you still bring that hurt with you everywhere you go. You still bring those patterns, those habits, those practices that you didn't look at. You still bring that with you. As you align with who you are, with God, you have identity, you have purpose, you have hope, you have love, and you get to share that with others. When you don't align with love, what really do you have? I just want you to consider this today. You can create a being that can take on the world in a more powerful way. 
That's what we're doing in Courage Co. If you're a part of any of the live masterclasses and free challenges and things that we do, we do that in there. We activate you in these things. We really go deep in the masterminds. But we create a being that can take on the world in a more powerful way. The world isn't getting brighter. You've noticed. But you can create a being, not a doing, a being, a spiritual way of being, right? Spiritual growth is all kinds of growth, in my opinion. It encompasses all growth. You create a being that can take on the world in a more powerful way. And as you move forward, you keep bringing a better and better, brighter and brighter version with you, no matter what you're walking through. You can only do that with God. Right? So you move from knowing, when you're connected to love, you move from a knowing versus a seeking, right? Like I'm not seeking for love, I am love. And I'm just going to give it now instead, right? I'm not looking for significance, I am, (laughs) right? I'm going to act like it. Get the difference? It's subtle, but it's powerful, When we're separate, when we're in fear, this causes us to search outside. This causes us to seek all of the things and do all the stuff, right? But when you're connected, when you experience this oneness, this wholeness, it causes you to look and connect within. And that is where God is. The Spirit of God lives on the inside of you. But the interesting thing is, is the more you use something external to feel something, the more you lose that connection with yourself and with oneness. So just watch, observe, be curious about what you're chasing, about what you're pursuing, about what you're trying to make happen. Only God can make you whole. You were never meant to navigate life alone. You were meant for a relationship with your creator. And it's what we need the most, but also what we resist the most. When you love, right? When you love, when you love the process, when you love what you do, you'll love the results that are produced as well. But you don't let the results and the goals drive you. That's where we get it twisted. You let your commitments, you let your standards drive you. Okay? So that was a little deep. (laughs) little teaser before the actual message here. Okay, so wanted to break something down too really quick. There are three things that I'm going to expose that prevent us from locking in on our dream and hitting the target. So if you just picture an arrow uh, and you're shooting at a target, right? What prevents you from nailing that target? We're going to talk about a couple of things. The dream is the target. What prevents you from hitting that, right? From aiming at it and hitting it are a couple of things. First one is discipline. 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 Many, many, many people do not master discipline. I don't feel like it. Oh, this came up and, you know, ruined my day. I'm having this thought, I'm not in the mood, this happened and now this, right? Like we let life happen to us instead of telling life how it's going to go. 
right? We start getting back into that victim mindset we talked about in another episode. Instead of being a creator of our reality, we just start letting things happen to us, okay? It says actually in Hebrews 12, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Job 5 says, Blessed is the one whom God corrects. So do not despise the discipline of the Almighty. My personal experience, I would rather have the gentle conviction and correction of the Holy Spirit and of God in my life versus me letting life show me what's up. Those are usually way harder lessons. Way harder. Proverbs 3, the Lord disciplines those he loves. Who are we to despise discipline? Deuteronomy 6, observe the commands, the law, the word of God. Walk in obedience to it and honor him. Discipline is a principle. It's a success strategy. It is a key When you apply discipline in your life, you start tracking with clarity, consistency, confidence, courage, connection, right? You're able to get results, get feedback. When a lot of times people are scattered and all over the place, they're starting something over here, they're thinking this is going to happen, they're going to go do this thing, they're not disciplined about any one thing, They're going to get mixed results. How could you ever get feedback that you can do anything with? It's just going to be mixed data. If you're just looking at a spreadsheet, it's going to be all over the place. You can't actually get any figures from that. So what are you actually doing to discipline yourself towards outcomes, towards goals? So for example, with what we were just laying down there about being motivated by love, what are you doing to develop your love ministry? Are you serving? Are you showing up in a place where your heart, you know, is on the line where you've got to be vulnerable, where you're allowing yourself to be seen, right? Are you are you in a, a position where you can allow your love to grow and challenging you to love people and express that in a way that maybe you've never done before? I've shared this before. But when God was healing my heart, he sent me to a recovery ministry to start learning how to heal with him. And so he was using me in my brokenness and showing up strong in my weakness to minister to other people when I really, really deeply needed heart healing. And he was healing me through using me to serve and heal other people and be with them on their healing journey. Profound. Right? But my heart wasn't set up that way. I would have never walked into that ministry on my own. Mm Mm-mm. Nope. I'm good. Nothing wrong with me. I'm good. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. (laughs) Right. How good are you? So think about that. That took discipline. That took a commitment. I was committed to showing up, to following through, not just for myself, but for everyone that I was serving. My word meant something. I said, yes, now I'm going to show up on all these days for these times and deliver this, right? I made these commitments with God and decided to develop disciplines. Well, I don't know your word, so I'm going to sit down. I'm going to start reading it. 
Well, that might be hard. That might be awkward. That might be weird. How much time do you do? I don't know, but I'm going to sit down and I'm going to read it. How long? Every day. For how long? For a year. And then we'll see what happens there. But at least I'm going to give myself some time, right? You do something for a week. How, how much can you get from that? You can't really see any sort of results. But give God a year. Watch what it'll do. I dare you, right? But show up. Have a standard in your life. What are your standards? Discipline yourself around your commitments and your standards. I will work out every day. I will move my body in some way every day. I will drink lots of water every day. <laughs> like six water bottles is usually around where I'm at. Four to six, right? I'm going to start drinking these water bottles every day. It used to be horrible drinking water. Cool. Old story, new story. I'm going to give my body what it needs. I'm going to get great sleep because energy is important to me. I'm going to pray because prayer is like breathing. These are standards. I'm not going to do it when I feel like it. I'm not going to do it when I'm just like thinking about it. Like I'm going to do it. I'm going to discipline myself because it's not going to come easy. But nor is anything, especially not even a dream. So I'm going to discipline myself even in the small things so I can go after the bigger things. And what you do in private, you'll be rewarded for publicly. Okay, discipline. Discipline. When we don't have discipline, it kills dreams. Dreams without discipline is not happening. They ain't happening. Okay? Next one. Distraction. Distraction. Distraction kills your dreams. Kills them. Right? I love... John Bevere wrote a book called Good or God. Love this as a concept. Love it. It just makes you think, is this just a good thing? Is this something I feel like I should or have to do? Is God on this? Am I inspired, literally in spirit? Am I inspired by the spirit to go after this thing or not? Nah? Right? If it's not a yes, it's a no. <laughs> if, not, if it's not a heck yes, it's a heck no. Right? Let your yes be yes and your no be no. There's no need for confusion. There's no need for back and forth. There's no need for keeping appearances. Be real. Be you. Be authentic. And it says in Ecclesiastes 5, dreams come with much business and painful effort and a fool's voice with many words. So this is up there with don't despise small beginnings, right? Everything in the kingdom comes in seed form. It's not going to come as like the giant tree. It's going to come to you as a seed, right? And it's on you to believe in that, to trust in that, to develop that. When no one's clapping for you, when no one is supporting you, when you're not getting any feedback, when no one's listening to you, when no one's watching you, when no one's liking your posts, when no one, when you've got nothing, it's on you to keep showing up and believe in that seed that God gave you and start developing it, start cultivating it. Discipline yourself. Don't get distracted. Right? And that's what takes courage. It takes faith. It takes self-mastery, right? Because it's so easy to get distracted. Go look at what somebody else is doing. Go watch this Netflix series. Go do this thing. Oh, that just feels easier. It's so much easier to do the less painful thing when really it's more painful to let this dream die on the inside of you. At least you can say if you are actually focused with tunnel vision focused that you're running after your dream every day. A double-minded man or woman is unstable in all of his or her ways. 
commit to being a stable human and you might make some things happen. So what does that look like? Make it practical. What does it look like for me to become stable? For me in one season, I talk about the daily five. I have a handout of this and a free giveaway. It's in Courage Go. You can ask about it. But essentially what it is, I, I was thinking about, okay, I need to program a new way of being and I need to get really good at it to help me show up. And I had been to many seminars, programs, conferences, things, stacked them. And I'm like, no, that stuff's sticking. I don't get it, right? So finally, this download came to me about just do these daily five. It's the daily five. You're going to do these five things daily. Trust me. And I thought this was just going to be a one season thing, but I still do it to this day. So the five things are whatever you can come up with them, but whatever it is to maximize your being and and really deepen your commitments to you. Because you've got to build integrity with you first before you can build that anywhere else. Okay. So first thing, quiet time, personal development, study of the word, filling up with love. Important. Can't not move without that. Then moving my body in some way every day, eating clean, eating close to the source, eating things that give my body energy versus making me feel like I want to take a nap. For me, it's really simple. I'm not like on a diet plan. I don't identify with any of that. I don't make it complicated. I don't count calories. I'm not doing any of that stuff. Just eat close to the source and probably portion control, but like stop eating when you're full, (laughs) right? Drink a ton of water, like keep it really, really simple. So I've started really listening to my body and getting pretty good at that. Um, But eating closer to the source. And when you think about that with a grocery store, it's usually everything that's on the outside of the grocery store, not on the insides for the record, usually. Then service. I want to make sure that I'm showing up and serving in some way every day. If I'm full of love, if I have something to give, I'm going to make sure I'm giving it actively, intentionally in some way every day. And then gratitude, more so appreciation. What can I appreciate? What's going well? Where am I progressing? right? Because I want to keep in this forward momentum. So these daily five things that allowed me to focus, trust, and believe that if you start developing yourself, you have no time to sit there and judge and point fingers at other people because it is work. But if you have the courage to actually invest in yourself because you're worthy and because you deserve it, your commitments to you will start turning into things that you can actually commit to as well in bigger and bigger ways. And know that your dream is going to come with painful efforts. If you can't even show up for you, how are you going to show up for your dream? You've got to train these things. They don't just happen. People that tell you that these things happen overnight are lying. That ain't it. This is daily commitments. Okay. And then lastly, the third dream killer that we're going to share about today is the failure to go out into the deep. Yep. To just live very surface level. Deep calleth unto deep. Okay? Everything that's for us, these deep mysteries, we actually have to go deep to get to, right? When you picture your heart, your heart is deep. It's like the ocean. There's so much treasure in there. Right? When you start doing life with God, there's so much depth. There's so much meaning. There's so much purpose that starts being uncovered that you haven't been living in. So you start deepening your roots in what's true and what's solid, right? The rock. You got a firm foundation. You start deepening your roots. Then when you do that, you can shoot up higher and expand into greater. But you've got to have deep roots to do that. Deep calls unto deep. Deep calls unto deep. Okay? So when you think about that, 
This is coming from Psalms 42. Deep calleth unto deep. All right? Where in your life are you resisting going deep? Because that's usually where your breakthrough is. It's usually where it is. I know for me, I made a habit of running and being very busy. Right? People applaud that too. They're like, good for you. You're doing so many things. Right? But I'm like, oh no, I'm just running from all of this pain that's in my soul. <laughs> from thoughts that I don't want to think about, from feelings that I don't want to feel, from stuff that's in my heart that I've been storing up in there that I don't even want to unpack because I'm really afraid of what I'm going to find out. Right? But unless you're brave enough and have the courage start slowing down and start looking at that stuff, that stuff follows you everywhere you go. Truly. But you've got to go deep if you truly want to deeply impact people. And it's usually your area of greatest crushing that brings out the greatest anointing when you go there with God. And when you go there with God, he heals you. He does the heavy lifting. He's with you. So, so powerful. All right, so let's bring it home, shall we? Those are the three dream killers that I want to identify today. So let's talk about now what? <laughs> Never going to like dig up all this stuff and just drop you. Not going to do that. No, 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 no. There, there's always hope. I'm a joy dealer over here, right? <laughs> so here's the thing. Check your motives and what you are full of. If you are not full of love and if you're not being motivated by love, what really are you doing? Next, evaluate the dream killers. Are you lacking discipline somewhere? Do you need to invest and commit to something to help you? A lot of times I had to build in that structure. I had to, and still do, commit to coaching. I have a coach now. I'm in a program now. Like, I don't stop this. I keep growing. I keep developing in areas where I need it. Is there a program you need to commit to? Is there a coach that you need to work with? Are there tools? Are there skills? Are there places that you need to volunteer? Put yourself out there a little bit more. Is there areas where you could use more discipline? Where could you be more focused? Where could you go deep? A lot of times to change your life, you do the opposite of your sabotage. A lot of times. Okay, now what? How do you actively lock in on your dream? How do you actively do that? So one big kahuna <laughs> is intention. I love intention. It's something that's so simple, but something that we take for granted, overlook, and don't even use it. Ow! Oh, but it is so, so important. Here's the thing. There's no competition in the kingdom. Nobody's competing with anybody. You are the only version of you and no one can beat you at being you. This is not something where you have to go on social media or get in people's programs and start stalking them and trying to figure out what they're doing and imitating them. No, that's the fastest way to fail, actually. But what you got to do is hook up with the one who created you and start getting his dreams, his visions, his purposes, and his plans for you out of you. Start working those out of you. Be bold and courageous. Be willing to look at what he's given you and start creating that. You don't have an anointing for what other people are doing. But no one can beat you at being you. And we need exactly who you are, not a fake version of you and not a copy of somebody else. We need a full version of you. How do you do that? Okay, let's talk about it. Well, 
discipline, (laughs) focus, and digging deep. Those are things that you can definitely start activating. But the power of intention, okay? So intention is really the heart of creating authentic power. This is how you can really connect with God and allow him to flow mightily in and through you, right? But it's awakening, right, on the inside, Awakening is really spiritually opening yourself up and choosing to grow, right? And it's being able to make decisions that are a hard yes or a hard no, right? Do I really want to give my time, my energy, my emotion, my gifts, my talents, my abilities, my focus? Do I really want to give this or no? Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Like don't show up anywhere that you don't want to be so that you can really show up fully, Only do what you intend to do and give yourself fully. Hear that. Only do what you intend to do and give yourself fully. This is something that people know close to me. (laughs) I would say that are in my, my inner circle or like, you know, intimately connected to me. They know. If I say no, I've thought about it. I've prayed about it. I've decided no, you're not going to change my mind. Don't even try. (laughs) if I say yes, I genuinely want to be there and I will fully be there. It won't be on my phone. I won't be doing other things. Like I will be there. I won't double book myself. Like I will be there. I will be present and I'll want to be there. Do people get that when they get you? You know, for me, that came from not receiving that from other people and deciding that, you know what? I am not going to be that person. I'm not going to be the person that makes somebody feel like this. I refuse. I like honor and respect people too much and I honor and respect myself too much to do that to other people. Standard, commitment, regardless of situations, right? So do you really want to give yourself to things and only do what you intend to do and give yourself fully to? Whenever something comes up, question, what is the intention of it? How do you wish to serve Intention is one with cause and effect. It determines the outcome of the effect. Intention is the cause. And even if you don't know what the intention is, it still creates an effect. So when we're confused and we're wishy-washy when we're choosing that, we still get results that look like that in our life. So for you right now, just entertain the possibility that you are a powerful, compassionate, creative, and loving spirit. That's who you are. That's who you are. No matter what you've done, no matter what you've been through, that is who you are. And if you feel like there is dissonance, if you don't feel like that is fully who you are, you can't fully embrace that, start closing the distance between where you are and that. That's the distance you travel in this curriculum of earth school, right? Like we're all learning different lessons. We're all on unique journeys, but we get to walk these out with God and we get to release heaven on earth. We have unique problems that we are solutions for. But in and of ourselves, we're not that powerful. We've got to connect with our power source in order to flow in that, right? But consider that. You are a powerful, compassionate, creative, and loving spirit. And really the work is closing the gap to everything that doesn't look like that. So what does that mean? That means that you can actively develop authentic power. I call it in this book that I've written, 
it's called God's Vibes Matter, reclaiming your spiritual authority, you start building and developing authentic power. You start cultivating that because a lot of times in the world, we live in such a way and so much trauma has happened in our life that we don't believe or know that we're powerful. And then we start waking up to the fact that we are, we're like, whoa, what in the world? And then we have to start walking in that. We didn't even know we have power. This is very, very epic stuff, right? So this is something that you cultivate, something that you evolve into. And authentic power is really when you authentically choose to serve the spirit, to surrender yourself, to trust God, to obey God, to walk in radical obedience, right? You really allow God to be your guide and that's when you're the most powerful, right? It's you expanding your your perception just beyond your your old operating system, the old man, the old nature, the unrenewed self, right? And expanding your perception just beyond what you can see in the physical and going into supernatural, seeing heaven's perspective, seeing the way God sees things, right? Multi-sensory. It allows... The, the beauty of that is when you can see more, you become more aware. But the interesting about that is that's why you need spiritual training <laughs> and growth and coaching and programs and, and just tools, right? And principles, because when you're more aware, that doesn't make you more compassionate automatically. When you're more aware, that doesn't make you less angry. When you're more aware, that doesn't make you... Uh, a person of integrity, right? These are things that are developed and cultivated. So just being aware is not enough. So the work of really building authentic power, and this is happening as you're going after your dreams, by the way, in greater and greater ways, you're becoming more and more authentic, hopefully. What's happening is, is you start to identify these parts of your person, right? These parts of your human, right? That don't align with this compassionate, powerful, creative, loving spirit, right? These parts of you that don't align with being a, a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind, right? When you start to recognize those things, you start choosing not to act on those, and you find the parts of you that do agree with that part of you, and you start acting on those instead, right? Like, oh, like so-and-so always said I'm angry, but God said that I have a power, like I, he's given me the power, right? He's given me a sound mind. He's given me this, this right spirit, spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. So I don't have to be angry right now. God, I surrender this anger to you. And I thank you that you help me to see things differently, that you help me to move in your love and be more loving and more like you. Like these are choices, right? So you can find parts of you that you're like, oh, yep, old way of living. Now I'm going to choose the new way. And you actively build this new power. And as you do that, you start getting more clear on what it looks like. You start building more confidence and showing up in different things. You start building more courage and you start building more connection and you start deepening these connections as well. Okay. So you are a very powerful and purposeful being. That's just who you are. And your job is to learn how to align with God and move with him. Move in step with him. And as you align, your life fills with meaning, purpose, and love. It's like you have this spiritual partnership. And there's some people in your life that, that partner with you, right? Uh, to be spiritual partners. And you'll know them when you encounter them. <laughs> 
Some of them might even be coaches. Just going to throw that out there. But what's beautiful is they're different than family. They're different than friends. They're different even than um, spouses, right? Because friends try to console or sympathize or emphasize, and they won't ever really help a friend look at where experiences are coming from, right? Like, Friends really like gather around and buff it against the wind, right? But like a spiritual partner likes to know where the wind is coming from, right? Or friends don't like to rock the boat, you know? But partners, spiritual partners love to swim, you know? Spiritual partners really help you access and live in your authentic power, in your unique authority, in your spiritual authority, right? They help you become aware and use your life in a loving way and and really allow you and help you really own how you uniquely, personally, deeply, specifically, strategically give the gifts that you were born to give. So, so powerful, okay? So when you start to recognize that you have dream killers, you can become more intentional. You can start actively developing your authentic power and you can start really partnering with spiritual partners that you can help you do this work because this is sacred work. This is deep work. This is transformational work and you will for sure never be the same. So this isn't like a quick fix. This is not a band-aid. This is not like a four-week course. This is your life (laughs) being transformed and your life can experience a miracle in an instant. But as far as you walking out the newness of life, that's where the work is, okay? So you can start developing emotional awareness, mental awareness, self-awareness. And as you develop awareness, you can also get to know God and see yourself in a very different way, which then you can see how this works. You can then love your neighbor as yourself when you do this work. Okay. So a lot of times, let me just recap here and backtracks. We went deep. Okay. A lot of times we don't even step out on dreams because our motives are off. That's the truth, right? We're not motivated by love and service. And so we feel the weight of all these goals, of all these outcomes, of all these pressures, of all this doing. And we've disconnected from why and what. Because it's always the how is always God's job. And he'll give you the how one day at a time, one step at a time, one moment at a time. But he can't when you're full of all this other stuff. So what is driving you and what are you full of? Next, what are your dream killers? Are you a mix of all of them? Where can you become more disciplined? What would help you practically do that? What can you commit to? You know, is it joining a gym? Is it hiring a coach? Is it investing in a program? Is it putting structure around what it is that is in your heart that you start making it very real and practical for you? Because if you're not going to get it out of you, who's going to help you do that? Where can you use more discipline? Where can you focus so that you're not unstable? What value are you when you're unstable everywhere? Think about that. What might a stable version of you bring to people? Bring to the work that you do. And where can you go deep, right? Like what do you love enough that you're willing to go deep on it? Go into this painful business that the word talks about, right? Like a dream does come with painful business. Like what are you willing to feel pain for? You know, I've I've been coaching since 2009. A lot of that's been pain. A lot of that's been pain. 
all been purpose, but a lot of that's been pain. It's not fluff. It's not a gimmick. I don't know what's happening in the industry now. I'm not deeply connected to the, to the industry at all. I'm connected to the work and the purpose. But this is, this is life. This is heart, right? And I wouldn't be able to do my work in the world if I wasn't willing to experience a lot of pain and go through a lot of stuff and heal and come out on the other side. It's true for you too. What are you willing to go deep for? What are you willing to really develop and grow skills in and get really good at and master? What are you willing to master and get really, really good at? You know, for me, a lot of times this has been, these have been areas that are terrifying that I've not been good at at all and that I've never seen anyone step into, didn't have an example but I'm just going to throw myself into these spaces because I'm willing to feel awkward. I'm willing to feel uncomfortable. I'm willing to go deep here and get better because it's going to impact how I can serve and the depths that I can go with people. That's a big deal. So what is that for you? And then where can you be more intentional? What would bringing intention be? You know, I think about this, like, what is the intention of this call? How am I going to show up and serve here? What is the intention of this meeting? What is the intention of this hour? (laughs) What is the intention of this day? That helps you live with meaning and purpose. That actually gives you energy, strangely enough. So how can you live with more intention in every area of your life? You choose that. Intention is like a target. It's energy that it's the cause of something. It's the energy that you bring to something that will have an effect. So what are you intending to do? Do you even focus on that? Are you so caught up with outcomes? What is your intention? Who are you being? Who are you bringing to this? What can you do to start actively developing your authentic power? You know, a lot of times we don't like fake people. We don't like fake relationships. We don't like a lot of that stuff. But what are you doing to actually be real and to develop authenticity? That doesn't happen randomly. What are you doing to develop that? And then are you developing any spiritual partnerships? I know for me, a lot of times in my life, I've had to to reach out and find these things, put myself intentionally in environments where I could be exposed to these spiritual partners. I sometimes call them spiritual running buddies, right? But people that aren't afraid to hold up truth to you, people that don't want to see you in just enabling behavior or smallness or living beneath the call that's on your life, people that will actually (laughs) call out the gold in you and call you higher. You know, a lot of times, like I said, that's not friends, that's not family. A lot of times these are spiritual partners, divine connections. And it's interesting how they show up usually after you've prayed for them. God's like, bloop, when the student is ready, the teacher appears, here you are. (laughs) So think about these things, lots to think about, lots to pray about, but check your motives, check what you're full of, check what could be getting in the way, because when you know what's in the way, you can start actively building what will support you instead, which is this last part, intention, developing authentic power, and and connecting to spiritual partners intentionally, okay? 
Oh, such a good message. I hope this feels so relevant and necessary right now words. I hope this is really resonating with you. If it does, I would love for you to let me know. You can subscribe to the podcast, rate it, leave a review. I would love to do that. That's one of the best ways too to make sure that these words get to other people when they need to hear it most. It's just amazing how God works in that way. So thank you, thank you in advance for sharing the love. Such a gift to receive that from you. I also give you a gift when you subscribe. If you subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, rate it. You can get a free copy of the God's Vibes Matter devotional. It's a 30-day devotional to help you grow and deepen your relationship with God. You can snag that over at julianapage.com under the podcast page. If you've listened this far to the podcast. You are a warrior. And I must let you know, I shared on the last episode that I have felt it on my heart. There was just like a weightiness to it to open up one-on-one coaching spots. Not always have I had time to do this, but it just feels like this is something to open up. So I'm opening up 10 spots until those are full. So if you want to snag one of those spots, it's really simple. There's no pressure. The setup is that we will meet once a week for 60 minutes each week. This will go on for six months. So six months, once a week, okay? Every week, 60 minutes every week. That's what we're going to do. If that is something that will benefit you and something that is resonating with you and you're really starting to feel a stirring in your heart about the content that is here, I encourage you to connect with me. I will hop on the phone with you personally and we can really walk through if this would be a good fit for you in this season. All you got to do is email info at julianapage.com and my team will get a response to you unless forward it to me and then I'll personally respond to you as well. So go ahead and email info at julianapage.com. Just put coaching in the subject line or share a quick note that you're interested in learning more about coaching together and I will connect with you and make sure that we get a call scheduled. That's simple, no pressure at all. But I personally, my entire life has been changed by coaching. I've not stopped coaching since I've had my first coach back in 2008. And I will never be the same. I love this vehicle. I also believe that God is my master coach (laughs) and that he just uses coaching in some truly miraculous ways, supernatural ways. So if you want to work together, it would be my honor and I would love to hear from you. All right, everybody, that is all I've got for you today. Until next time, stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses or the God's Vibes Mastermind where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else. 12 weeks of content that we will go through together or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity and focus to achieve anything you desire. 
walking into any situation fully confident knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.